0: PREFACE OF HISTORY OF EGYPT This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Rick Vena. HISTORY OF EGYPT by F. C. H. WENDELL preface in presenting to the public this little book which treats of the history of ancient egypt from the earliest times to the conquest by alexander the great my object has been twofold first to give to american readers a brief account of egyptian history which would be as reliable as the present state Of egyptological science permits and second to create a deeper interest in the study of ancient egypt the study of egyptology is of the greatest importance to the theologist the historian the student of civilization and the art student in science and art egypt was the teacher of greece Even the Greek alphabet is derived from the Egyptian through the medium of the Phoenician, and Greece was the teacher of Europe. The basis of a rational study of Egyptology will always be a thorough knowledge of Egyptian history. Without this, the student cannot properly understand the development of Egypt's civilization, of its science, its religion, its art, its language, and its literature. I have, in the following pages, given as complete a history as the space allotted would permit. In the introductory chapter, I have not been able to give as much space, as I should have wished, to the subjects there treated, and have been compelled to confine myself to what was absolutely necessary. Science, art, and literature could not be treated as even a partial account of them would have required too much space. In regard to the sources of my book, I have, as a rule, confined myself to the Egyptian monuments, using foreign sources only in emergencies, where no native sources are extant for the period in question it may appear strange to some readers that i have not treated of the exodus this event does not however properly belong to egyptian history it did not at all affect egypt however important it may have been to the israelites in my chronology i have followed edward meyer the famous german historian who introduced a system of so-called approximate dates, which are always the latest dates that can be given for an era. Thus, when we say that King Mena ruled about 3200 B.C., that King Snefru ruled about 2830 B.C., and Pepi I 2530 B.C., we would not by any means imply that these dates are absolutely correct but we would merely imply that these monarchs could not have ruled after the dates given, though we cannot say how long before these dates they did live. Snefru may even have ruled five hundred years before 2830 B.C., but we have no means of knowing his exact date. From the date of Achmes I's accession to the throne, about 1530 B.C., Meyer's dates are approximately correct. We know that King Necho ruled 609 to 595 B.C., that the I lived about 930 B.C., that Ramses II lived in the 13th and Thutmose III in the 15th century B.C., but we know that as an absolute certainty nothing more these approximate dates are however such a convenience that it would be well to adopt them until we can give the exact dates the maps here given have been most carefully prepared and will i hope greatly assist the reader in understanding the history of the great campaigns With these few prefatory remarks, I submit this booklet to the judgment of the public, and if I succeed in the twofold object of spreading the truth so far as discoverable, and creating a deeper interest in ancient Egypt, I shall rest content. F. C. H. Wendell, A. M. Ph. D. End of preface